This is Trash Talk with your host, Garrett the Trash Man. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Trash Talk. I'm super excited. We got you here, Spencer from Lifetime of oh, Holy shit. Lifetime <laughs> Epoxy. I've been doing too much talking today, man. Been um, after it. Yeah. What's up, bro? Thanks for having me. Yeah, super glad. Uh, freaking able to just hop on this we made this happen quick sometimes i know man you hit me up last night let's do it I'm glad it worked out it's been yeah. a crazy week so i'm glad we, we slotted it in yeah awesome well cool man well let's freaking dive into this man let's let's hear your rant what's on your mind today what's going on i think what's, what's on my mind is probably mostly business stuff we have a, like a lot of momentum with the projects we're doing and uh-huh. um we just had something i was thinking about all day actually as far as business goes is how important it is to just find one thing to specialize in and, and ball out in that area. Yeah. And how a lot of us who a lot of us who are entrepreneurial minded, we get just like that shiny object syndrome. Like <laughs> that's exactly what I was gonna call it, dude. Especially once you start having some success, momentum, you can pull back a little bit from the day to day, which is uh-huh. kind of just happened for me the past year, maybe. Sure. You start to see opportunities everywhere. Yeah. And we've started kind of expanding into different types of coatings, and it just always slows us down. We've kind of one of the things we did in the beginning of our business was just dial it into one specific niche which no one in our industry was really doing now a lot of people are up here in utah but um we, we like tried to do this new type of polished floor this week and it just kicked our asses and me and my partner had to put everything we were working on down so we could go yeah, figure it out sure it happened right and we were just we've been talking all day today we're like bro we just gotta yeah just zone back in do, yeah. do what we know works and and yeah. grow that dude sh- shiny object syndrome and also i think the other like analogy that works really good with that is like the grass isn't greener on the other side of the hill oh, dude, it's like it's, it's the same stuff there's going to be a process to learn that and that doesn't mean you never expand services or never do that but there's no like magic hill magic business magic service on the other side of the hill that's just flawless easy plug and yeah. play and just start pouring in money for sure and most most of those like quick money opportunities are short-lived anyways. But yeah. A lot of the long-term opportunities out there are not super sexy, but, yeah. and they're really simple. Yeah, well, dude, you're, you're saying that to a trash man, so <laughs> yeah. I, I know yeah, it's not that it, sexy. <laughs> you get it, you get it. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. And I think that's, uh, I think that's sage advice, so. Um, yeah, dude, it. yeah, that's my rant. No, uh, nothing like super <laughs> interesting. Just, <laughs> just my mind's always on business right now, so. Yeah, no, I, I love it, dude. And uh, yeah, that was uh, that was a conversation we were having a little bit earlier. I mean, these podcasts are going to drop. It's not going to be like one right after another, like we're doing here. Yeah. Um, so it won't like be like this. But that was a conversation we were having uh, earlier with uh, with Mike. With Mike is uh, we we've been chatting before the podcast and talking so much about business. I'm like, well, dude, what can you expect? Dudes that are like up to stuff in business, like we're not going to sit down and be like, let's let's talk about the. The, the gossip around Kanye, you know, like, that's not what's on our mind. We don't care. Like, I see it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like, you almost can't not see him. Like, it I doesn't know, mean that, like, I'll make jokes about that stuff. I try to kind of know, like, what's up in the world just so I can, same. Yeah, yeah, like, same. not be out of the loop with everything. But it's like, yeah, if I get, if I sit down with a guy like you, with a guy like my business, my people, it's like, we're not going to chat about uh, that type of stuff. It's gonna be like, for sure. Let's let's make some business happen. Like, yeah, let's do it. So, dude, and when I feel like I get caught up like talking about that's pop culture, but then some of the stuff going on in the world that's just been insane the last yeah. couple of years. I like to stay really educated on it, but there's a point where like 
it'll paralyze you yeah. if you get too caught up in it. And yeah. and it's like we didn't even have social media, we wouldn't know half the, half oh, the shit yeah. that's going on anyways. Yeah. Well that's what's funny is like I, like I've I've pointed this a couple times, like everyone's all spun up about Ukraine and, yeah. and everything that's going yeah. on which yeah, tens of thousands of people dying, like people getting this place super sad. Countries are getting invaded left and right all around the world. Just because social media and the news is like, hey, let's focus on this particular one. Like a couple podcasts ago, that's what I'm gonna point out in my head. A couple thousand people have died. I want I want everyone to remember, like they're predicting eight million people are gonna starve in Afghanistan this year because of what, what happened there. So like that can sound depressing, but I don't mean it to. I mean it sound more like, hey, you gotta control your world. Exactly, dude. That's how I feel too. And if you're just caught in that, man, they want you to feel down. They want you to feel like because you can't. Most of us don't have a big enough influence. We don't have enough money, resources, or connections to do much about that stuff, yeah. anyways. So might as well, you know, stay educated a little bit and put your head down and build those things. Yeah. Build your resources. Build your influence. Build your connections. Maybe someday we make a difference. But yeah. Sitting around talking about it, stressed about it. So. Yeah, pretty worthless. Well, for me. yeah, it's like it's like anything. If you're if you're not gonna do anything about it, well then get it off your mind. Like, don't don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, like uh, I mean, even gas prices right now. My business obviously <laughs> has a direct huge impact. It's yeah. like, well, freaking make the changes we're gonna make, make the rate increases we gotta do, swallow the pill, pull off the bandaid, we're gonna have some pissed off customers, and yeah. move on. It is what I'm it is. Not, I'm not gonna drag it around like a dead baby with me. Yeah. I'm gonna let it go, bury it, and say, yeah. Well, it's done. Move on. For sure. So, yeah. For sure. Love it, man. Yeah, dude. So I, th I think we just kind of like combined rants right there. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, let's say thank you to our sponsor real quick. Of course, um, everyone already knows Larson Waste, world's best trash company, sponsoring this podcast, um, making it possible. And also, I want to say thanks to Lux Automotive. Um, you, Seems like you probably did it. This place is sick. It's so sick. You guys are awesome. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, like we've said before, appreciate them letting us set up shop in here, giving us a tour, letting us see everything we've got going on. Super inspiring place. Yeah. Like, yeah you come here and you're like, I'm going to make some things happen. Yeah, like, sir. I want to be one of their customers. Yeah, bro. So, yeah. It's good. All right. Love it. Well, dude, I'm super excited to um, talk to you, especially now seeing you in person because, uh, um, yeah, I just want to know more about your business. So, cool. Who are you? What are you up to? What's your business like? Let's let's get into it. Cool, man. Yeah. So my business is Lifetime Epoxy. We're an epoxy flooring installer. Um, pretty simple service company. Yeah. Uh, in our industry, a lot of our competitors do all sorts of concrete work, stains and polishes, and we've chosen to, um, you know, try to bring a luxury experience for our customers with one simple product. It's it's the epoxy flooring. Yeah. We've done quite a bit of the other stuff and cut it all yeah. out. Which which one thing I'm, I'm going to push back on you because I've done it quite a few times. Yeah. You say simple service. Yeah. Like, if you've ever <laughs> if you've ever tried to put epoxy, yeah. you're, you're going to throw your own garage floor down. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, good luck. Yeah. And and dude, it's going to peel up in a minute. I'm going to have to tell this story. Um, now it just came to my mind. I, I can't believe I didn't think that. Let's last hear it. Time. So <laughs> so I, I've lived a pretty pretty straight arrow life, you know, like at the time of the story, you know, never never had a sip of alcohol, never done a drug, like stone, stone cold sober. <laughs> boring. So, <laughs> boring. <laughs> well, here's what's going on. So me and my buddy that's working with me at the time, uh, we got, 
I won't give the whole situation, but we realized we got to clean out an area. This offsite trip just gave me cap. I'm like, I got to clean this up. I mean, I guess I'll share a little bit more because it's freaking hilarious. So we're cleaning this office out, haven't been cleaned in probably a decade. Two old guys used to work there. The amount of porn we're pulling out of there, <laughs> all sorts of sex toys. I mean, what I'm getting at is this place is filthy. So we pull yeah. it all out, we pressure wash it. I'm like, yeah, let's go down in the epoxy floor. I'll make it nice for a long time. Yeah. And uh, so we get the stuff, you know, that it's probably cheaper than what you do, I would imagine, if you go Most to likely. at uh, Walmart or whatever. Uh-huh. But uh, we start pouring that in and it starts snowing outside. So we shut the door. And this is like a 10 by 10 room. So we're pouring this thing, rolling it on, not thinking much of it. Dude, by the time I'm like starting to throw the sprinkles, I'm like, why is everything so funny? <laughs> I realized both of, us, <laughs> yeah. both of us are like, oh, yeah. oh we missed the corner. I'm like, dude, you can't oh. go in. Oh, and, yeah. Dude, I step outside. I'm like, oh, dude, I have never been high, but I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm really high. This must be what it's like. Dude, <laughs> so, and that's not a mess you up. That's not a good high. Yeah. Like, you're, you got a headache for six oh, hours. Yeah. So, I got some good stories like that from our first year. Like, I didn't have any background in construction or doing any jobs with my hands, really. I mean, yeah. I like to create stuff, but when I started doing this, dude, like, I barely knew how to use a drill. Yeah. And so we were just kind of sending it like that, and we did some basement basement jobs where we just got... Just in there, we just... Got <laughs> <laughs> we got turned. We got turned. We were driving home, just like, we probably should wear some masks and stuff. Yeah, we, we figured out a lot of stuff since then. Yeah. yeah. Dude. That, that was my experience doing it, man. I was, like, you, I was up there, and yeah, yeah, I'm like, all right, well. Fumes, yeah. Yeah, so don't don't mean take you too off no, track, but that came to mind, dude, and it was like. That's uh, funny. That's one of the many things we ran into at the beginning, just like, this business in the beginning was uh, just kind of a side hustle, and I wanted to prove to myself I could start a business and not have to, you know, go do, get a sales job. Yeah. I, I felt like I could kill it in sales, but I also felt like I had some entrepreneurial abilities, but mm-hmm. I just didn't have much like data, yeah. you know, to prove that. I just believed it. So yeah. I just kind of sent it on this. It started working, started making money, saw an opportunity that like, I think because I didn't have a background in construction or anything, when I started getting into that world, I was like, this is, this is, wow. Like subcontractors just like run people through the ringer. And most customers have a terrible experience with them. And it seemed like it could be fixed. Like similar, I don't know if you talked about that with Mike, it's something we talk about all the time. Service companies, I think, are about to go through a, a change where, where younger people are going to come in and introduce automation and software and systems and customer service is the biggest one. And I think simplifying, picking, that's why I say simple. So like what we do isn't, isn't way simple. I mean, it's, it's complicated what our guys do, but um, we cut out all the cut out all the fat of doing all sorts of different projects, streamlined doing one, yeah. and set the goal to be the highest rated company in the state, and then eventually the nation. Yeah. Like that's the Dude, that, I love that. Such a, uh, like, it's one of those things that, yeah, might not be super complicated to do, but it's one of those things you get practice, you get really good. And so if you're a homeowner that owns, like, maybe, maybe a person that owns four houses throughout their lifetime, yeah. Like four times of doing the, the four each time, you're not, you're not gonna be good at it. So, right, yeah. like, it would make sense to hire a professional, get it done right, get that look you want, and not that mess that all around the place. Yeah. Um, so, that, that's great, cool, dude. And I love, 
I've been intentionally surrounding myself and talking with a lot of business owners and you know, I want to talk to you uh, uh, for a bunch of different reasons, but I'm realizing that probably you're one of those guys too, but it's business owners that aren't, that, that have exited, not, I don't want to say exited, because I don't know if you're always free of exit team or whatever you're doing now, pop back in, but not so into the doing of the, of what they, uh, of their company. Yeah, yeah. And because like, I mean, which may be a change, but you don't look like you just came from laying, laying down no, the boxes yeah. floor. I, I rarely have to go out, but guys are so, we got such a good team, bro. I yeah. think that's a key to our growth right now. It's our guys, our partner, and then our, our couple leads on our crews are, they're studs and they make it so that I can spend all my time focusing on, you know, building up the resources, making the moves to expand, and yeah. expand into, we're starting another crew next week, like just different stuff like that, it takes a lot of focus. And, um, yeah, I'm not, not too much in the day-to-day, which is Google's tell team, like, they're, all, they're bought into to the vision of growing this, which I had to sell them in the beginning, but now they're, now they're on board, they're seeing the rewards from it. So, we just partnered with X Media to start that. Um, cool. So, first partnership, I'm like, I think it's awesome because he brings stuff to the table that I can't at all. Yeah. And I'm able to bring some experience in, in the uh, in running businesses and different things that, uh, so, so we bring different stuff to the table, so I think it's been, uh, been awesome. Yeah, so. yeah. I, I think it's, it's, when I was, when I first started this, I started with it by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had some buddies that I was doing it with for periods, but I was doing, you know, most of the business side of it and growing it into a company. And most of, a lot of guys I talked to who own businesses around here like, don't, don't bring you on, don't do it. Uh, but I was, I just, dude, I really believe in that. Like, if you want to go fast, go well, if you want to go far, go together. Like, yeah. That, so, and, but there's a right way to do that. And I also felt like people were telling me that based on their bad experiences, which felt to me like, I'm married now, I've been married for a couple of years. Before I was married, you know, like it was the same thing. Like some people raved about it. Yeah, other people, don't ever like, get married. <laughs> people say that about having kids, people yeah. say that about getting pets. Yeah. People say that about all types of shit. So yeah. I, I kind of feel like I just needed to trust my dad and I knew that I needed to find a partner that had skills I didn't have. And same with employees. I mean, putting together a team of people who are way better than me at different stuff that's not your forte. It's like it's the key to growing something fast. If you wanna, if you wanna make it 100k, come 100k a year, and maybe a million dollar business, like you can do that by yourself. Yeah, no problem. Totally. And you're probably end up doing a lot of the work yourself. Evan, for you have some employees, you'll drop right. off, you have to cover that. But, yeah. Which I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong because, with that. Because like, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, coming from uh, like. I got 62. I did a certain level of stress that comes with that as yeah, well. Where it's like, if if you do have this have a you know 450k out of a million dollar company, you're super hands on. You know that may be well less stressful for you. Yeah, it might, so. it might be. It all depends on what you want. I mean, based on what I wanted to build, what I thought we could build. Um, I had a buddy come on pretty early on. Yeah started out working for me, trained him, and just really quickly we developed a, a really awesome ability to, to work together and he brings a, he brings a like pushing the boundaries on ideas aspect to the business that I, that I don't have. Like I can kind of force it. So he brings that, he's very level-headed, I trust him, you know? So some of those things have to be in line for a partnership to work obviously and I can totally see how a partnership could not work. Um, if the trust isn't there and if you're always butting heads, 
yeah. uh, you know, it could definitely fall apart. But yeah. our, ours is working really well. Um, we we partner on quite a few different projects outside of this too, and we work well together, and it's been dope. So awesome. Yeah, shout what? out, shout out to the partner Porter. <laughs> He's dope. Awesome, dude. So uh, what? Uh, yeah, I hate when I have these questions, then I then I lose them. Um, geez, man. Um, you talked about being best known books be nationwide. Yeah. I'm super curious how you is that is that franchise type model? What do you what do you foresee? Of I, being, do, I and, do. And I think it's always super so hard to do with uh, source type this. It's very few people do. That's why it I question so we've looked at all the different models of licensing it or selling it all in the house and we've, we're putting together a franchise plan that I think is going to work really well. Um, so I, I want to say a ton about like what's going to make it work well, but we have some yeah, good, sure. good plans with automation and different things to to have, you know, other guys out there, other contractors who do epoxy but don't have the skills really to run a business. Yeah. And structure it and build a sales department and an install team and have the operations all scaled and, and uh, you know, in an operations manual and having standard operating procedures. Yeah. Providing that and selling that off to them, I think, is how we'll get into outside of the state of Utah and into some other markets and into other territories. Yeah. So that's actually the big goal for this year is to just build out the groundwork for that. Yeah. Like, it's always been a vision to, to do it, and we didn't know how we were going to do it. Now I think we're pretty set on that. Yeah. Um, adult franchise model. It, it's cool. We run a couple crews here, um, and if, if we can open these offices where they're running two to three trucks and, and booking a full schedule, I think our ability to be on time and not have repairs and just knock out job after job after job without issues makes us a lot more profitable than most of our competitors. So um, I think it's a pretty enticing franchise yeah. when, you, when you look at the numbers of it. So that's how I think we're going to do it. Well, like it sounds a lot to me like 1-800-JUNK. I don't know if you've ever ever heard of them, but they... I feel like I have. Is that around here? So they're they're around here now. Um, for okay. sure they're nationwide. So they started okay. off like up in New York. And all they do is they show up to places and like take whatever, like you got a refrigerator and piece of furniture. And they take... They call them and they come and grab your stuff. Yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, they, they did an awesome job on it. Like, it was in a lot of places. No one really maybe did specialty with that. Moving along places, they were doing nationwide and a huge company out of it. So, and I think too, like my area that I live, if I wanted someone to approach my board, like I'd probably have some handyman or some people that would say, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. But no one that's like, hey, we know how to do this. If there's some thought about your floor, we'll know how to, how to navigate that, like this, that, and the other. Right, like, yeah. I mean, I think that's the deal. Everything's perfect. which most houses never are even rebuilt. Yeah. Like it's probably not that tough to be a first time and do an epoxy floor. Right, yeah. But things are never perfect. No, and, like, and it's not gonna look anything like a professionally done. Yeah. It might work well, might function well as far as the look yeah. and the techniques to make it look it's like finish work. It, it's more of a finish like specialty trade yeah. um, versus like you know putting up yeah. Well, the, yeah, and that's what it makes me think of. If I'm a contractor, I'd be pumped to have a company in my back pocket that I can go and say, these yeah. guys, these guys do this. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of people direct consumer, but also if a contract is good in the house, and like that's exactly. going to get done, it's like, oh, 
yeah, how they, nice instead of me having to they need good stuff too. have some guys do it. Yeah. And a lot of them just have a painter or something like that. Yeah, they throwing it on and that's it. Yeah, no, they're not they're not grinding and they're not prepping it right. So um, yeah, there's there's tons of opportunities. It's a crazy big market. The more I learn about it, the more guys I connect with across the country and, and understand the numbers people are doing and the profitability looks like our models just become more and more like we so tell me what uh what do you like most about what do you like doing most in your business? Mm, good question. Well, dude, I just love to be able to kick back and look at the big picture and have time set aside to strategize and put together frameworks for the plan and timelines of how, how we're gonna book stuff out and then look for the opportunities in that framework where I can find people who are qualified to take that opportunity. And then I think just the, uh, just the, the feeling I get from providing these opportunities to these guys, to the team is, yeah. is so fulfilling. It feels so good that, that that's not something I do, but that's just something I experience. that might be the favorite, my favorite part of running a business, to yeah. be honest with you. Um, but dude, I, I like the majority of what I do right now. It's fun. I mean, I, I just love opportunities to take risk and find places to invest money or places to tie things up and, and make things more scalable. That, that part of it's really fun for me. Yeah. What, uh, did you have troubles um, <clears throat> going for so long? From what I'm understanding in your story, like there was a time where it's like you and calling a couple buddies to come give you a hand and get your job done, that's how it got me in. So that transition, uh, well, there's, because I'm all on board with you, like stepping back, strategizing, um, especially on market. Like I love that about my business, but I did find a real difference when it's like there's not the same urgency that comes along with that. Mm-hmm. As far as like this customer's got to be taken care of right now. Yeah. And I'm curious if you if you found any struggles with that, where it's like, hey, today I've got to wake up and take care of these three customers versus, hey, I've got to look at these big picture things that's not so structured hey this is what you have to do but more hey this would be good for the future did you have any struggle with that and yeah if you did like what are you doing to, to overcome that yeah definitely so last last year in the summer um i really took a step back and let my partner take a, take the front seat to run things to really get a feel for the things that i was doing that i hadn't brought them in on yet mm-hmm. and there, there were a couple months where i really had just this this sense of freedom to do like whatever i wanted every day that i hadn't had for you know, four or five years since, yeah. since the first before I first started it, and I actually I hated that dude. Like, yeah. like what am I freaking like? Yeah, I, I know what you got. You experienced I've, I've that experienced too. I've that feeling before. Yeah, I hated it. So I, I just like started looking for other projects. We started flipping houses and doing remodels and looking for different places to invest, and that kind of kickstarted me back into like, I'm just happier when I, I do have something to grind on. So I feel like the. The biggest tactic that I've come across that works for me is to take on something that's way bigger than I know how to handle and put deadlines on it so there's pressure on me and then I'm grinding and I'm affected and I'm putting in, put in the hours, I'm putting in the work. To, so it's just the simplest principle I guess to set Because for a long time the goal was like, I need to step back, I need to be able to like bring people in so I can step back. Yeah. And then there was like a lull period of Yeah, which is it feels cool right at first, and you're like, man, I want to have fun. 
don't have shit to do. Like, dude, yeah, it kind of sucks. It may, yeah, <laughs> exactly, dude. Yeah, I tell Porter that all the time. I'm like, bro, I hate saying that. Yeah. I hate just chilling. I thought, you think that's what you want. You think, like, it's all about getting to retirement and kicking. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I like to chill, don't get me wrong, but yeah, a but week of chilling and I'm ready for well, well, that's the thing. You can always chill. Chill sucks. Yeah, and exactly. That, like, I've, I've gotten really good over the past couple of years. I got no invention of ever recovering. Oh, it sounds like, uh, yeah. like oh, like, not going to do it. So, yeah. That's, that's super, super interesting and super useful, I think, for people because that's still, like, if you're just not challenged, that's part of being a business owner if you take that on. Like, you'll get that same high you used to have, but it's not going to be by the same challenges that you have before because you know how to do that. That's, yeah. that's easy work. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I gotta go flip the house, I never flip the house. I never, I never dropped 250K on a project that needs another 100K that hopefully yeah. sells it for it. Like, yeah, you know. You just have to find what excites you. Like, we're also different. It's more probably advice for just everyone in general, not just people who own businesses, but yeah. different things excite all of us. And through this process of running this business, I've learned that one of the things that excites me more than anything is to take risks. Yeah. But for some people, that stress is not allowed. Like, yeah, they like, crush that. I want a paycheck that someone promised they me wanna, and just comes in. And, yeah, like what excites them most is like play with their puppy and <laughs> hang out with the kids. And that's dope. Like, yeah. You just have to find what that is and then figure out how to maximize it. So I think that period of like stepping back and being able to just look at the big picture and didn't feel like I was taking a ton of risks. I got super bored and yeah. just like unhappy. Wondering, have you ever read any, like, there's there's a number of books that are kind of similar principles. It's like, four hour work week back in Paris, five day weekend. Have you ever read? I've read four hour work week, okay. yeah. So, yeah. something I, I like, it took me a while to realize with four hour work week. I avoided it for years, even though people would recommend it to me, so I'm like, I got no interest in having a four-hour workout. Like, same here. That, that sounds obnoxious. <laughs> when I read it and started realizing, it's like, misleading. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, well not like like Tim Ferriss is working much more than four hours. But oh, that's yeah. why I realized I'm like, he's giving me a model to where I can still work all I want to work, but instead of only being able to work on one business, I can have two businesses if I only work on the things I do well. And let other people do the other stuff, and I can stuff that I enjoy, and I do well, that pushes me, and excites me, and that doesn't mean I work four hours a week and have nothing to do for the rest of the time. And, uh, yeah, that realization is huge because I have nothing to do for the rest of the week because I don't know what I'm I'm curious for you, what's, what's your favorite part of running your business? So, I... Similar to what you said, I love strategizing and I love strategizing around like marketing and then I love creating content. Like, oh yeah. Um, storytelling and like going and uh, um, like I, I, I hate running the camera and doing that but like coming up with the ideas of how we're going to do it and strategizing around sales and, and, uh, and branding things just like and so particularly that but overall just the um, uh, strategy. So that and leadership, like anything around leadership, and just talking about leadership, helping develop leaders, discussing ideas, I, I really enjoy that. That's the other thing I would add to just developing the leaders and doing the training and coming up with ways to 
to help people develop as leaders is so sick. Yeah. It's like, so fun. And and seeing people progress is just like such a such a rewarding thing. There's one one guy I can think of in particular, he came on as a as a garbage truck driver and so showed some potential for the past four years, like he and I have worked very closely. He's come along incredibly as a leader and then just as a person. And four years ago, he uh, was kind of a freak out, like anything that happened, like blew up into a big deal, like he just, you know, one of those people that, that does that. And it's been so rewarding. It's hard to say it's rewarding because it's, it's, it's tragic what's going on with him, but like there's a sense of it, of, of rewarding around it because, so he, he's now faced with uh, this major health issue. Um, that came on out of nowhere, and it's like his life is now completely different from things. But how he's facing it, I think back to four years ago, and I'm like, this is a completely different man. Like, it would have buried him, not, not the actual sickness, but the experience of the sickness would have killed him four years ago. And That's cool. being able to have a part in his development of being someone that instead of that, he's going, man, let's, we're gonna kick this thing's ass and I'm gonna be back at it. Yeah. It's like, I wouldn't have heard that from him four years ago and being able to have a small part in that's like, yeah. incredible. That's so, leadership, um, anything with people, I'm, I, I love just being around people, working with people, ideas, strategies, that stuff. So, yeah. you know, what I think most people would call like, um, the, the executive level stuff. Yeah. But don't get me wrong, I love to get my hands dirty too. Like, yeah, for sure. I, I've got a problem if I don't have calluses on my hands. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. My wife would be so ashamed of me if I, yeah. if I don't have a calluses. Totally. So, like, I love doing that too, but I've, you know, I think... Uh, I kind of know it's not the most effective thing for you to do, but like, it's fun. Yeah. I, I try to get out. I haven't done well this winter because I'm so busy. I try to get out once a week though with the guys and yeah. just spend time with them on a job and a lot of times that's the best day of the week yeah. for me. It's just like getting out there, focusing on, on completing a job properly. It's that's that's so cool yeah. to do something. Like something I've realized too is like guys really I, I found such a good opportunity in connecting with my team with that and not having to be the expert at that. Yeah. Like like I like come to a semi truck, like I can have them lead you through it. Yeah. yeah. When I show up with with guy on the job say, say I'm in my transfer station, we've got like a crane, big loaders, different things like that, but I can drive just because I've been around that stuff. But I'm these guys do it all day, you know, way better. Yeah. So for me to be out there and just be like, how do you do this, how do you do that? And you know, I wrote some of the procedures for that, so I, I got a sense, but seeing how they put their trick out and let them be the expert and teach me something. It's like that has a big impact and really creates an opening for when you gotta go teach them something. Yeah. You're like, oh, like this is a two-way street. Yeah, dude, we're all helping each other grow. He's not like the know-it-all. Yeah. For sure. And it's like, yeah, it's maybe dope. they don't see what, because I'm sure you guys don't have any, I'm sure, but I would imagine that you guys don't have any sense of what you're doing. All they know is yeah. like, hey, in my world, I'm here making this guy money. Yeah. And like, um, <laughs> Dude, you know, that, that becomes a, a battle too. You have to constantly help them understand that you're bought in. Yeah. Um, you you listen like Andy Purcell at all? Yes, yeah. Yeah, I, I love his, uh, just his business content so good. And I heard him say recently, like, if you're a business owner and you're not working for your employees and they work for you, and you start to check out, like, they will know you're checked out before you check out. And they can feel that. So if you're not bought in and committed to 
building something bigger than what it is now so that they have opportunities to grow, they'll go elsewhere to find somewhere to grow. Because even if people aren't, you know, looking for risk and trying to build something massive and make millions, people still innately want to grow and progress and they want to make a little more, get yeah. a raise or a new how, how will their life be better in 10 years from now if they're with you? Exactly, yeah, people, everyone thinks like that. Yeah. And, and you and I might think like, yeah, 10 years from now, you know, it's like, uh, I, want, I want my net worth to grow by 20 million, you know? Yeah. But they might just be, yeah, I want to I want to be able to... Move uh, up, I want to own a house yeah. and be making six figures. Like. Exactly, yeah. And it doesn't have to be this ginormous thing, but they want upward progression. No one wants to stay exactly where they're at. For sure, for sure. No, that's... Uh, yeah, and that, that's a grind. That becomes the job. Honestly, that's part of why we've decided to to franchise and to really chase that big goal because that's it's massive. I mean, just, yeah. just like everything we've done up to this point, we didn't know anything about what we were doing and we just figured it out. And that's a big goal. It's it's not just like opening another office. It's, there's contracts and there's legal side to it and there's very in-depth operation manuals. So obviously we asked the question, like, is it worth it? Like, should we just scale Utah and then invest money in different yeah. stuff or sell Let it? Let it run itself, quote unquote. Yeah, but I, I am very convinced that if we were to do that, we would lose all of our awesome guys that we have. Yeah. And we have caliber guys right now working for us that I think could go open offices, could buy their own franchise. Which that, that's what's so freaking cool. It's like, how, how much fun is it to have a business where you're, you're like, I want as many millionaires from this business as possible. Dude, yeah, like, for sure. Like, I'll, I'll get mine. No one has to worry about that, like, for sure. And as many other millionaires as can come from this, the better. Yeah, totally. It's a, it's a lot more fun to freaking go have fun with with things with people than uh, doing it on your own. So, yeah, amen. That, amen love, to that. love that, dude. And that that was kind of one thing that stuck out to me when you were kind of laying that out. I'm like, dude, that's awesome because your guys that are there right now, maybe running the crew, he's got this potential to build an incredible life for his family. That's yeah. not just like like he could be very entrepreneurial. Entrepreneur. Oh, crap. <laughs> like I said, I've talked too much. You have plenty of ambition, but maybe not like the risk of, uh, of starting a business. I think that's the, the difference between, I've, I've heard this going around on social media, the difference between like an entrepreneur and an entrepreneur. Mm. People that are, they have a lot of entrepreneurial like uh, characteristics about them, but they're, they're not really 100% of the way there to start it from zero and get it off the ground. And, yeah. Sell, 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 and do, wear all the different hats. But they can come into a company and add so much value that they're you know, one of the most valuable pieces of the business. And that's kind of what I look for is, is people like that and then opportunities to help people become more like that. Yeah. Because it's, it's just more fulfilling when it's like that. Providing an opportunity for guys that want to do that is pretty dope. Part of it. Yeah. All right, dude. Well, let's, let's shift gears from business real okay. quick. Let's start talking gym. All right. Because right. you it. walk out like this guy's a gym guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I am. Man. So what? I am. What's going? What are you training for right now? Oh man, I need to find a goal because I've been a little burnt out. Yeah. Honest. But I've I've been thinking about like wanting to get into a like an MMA gym or boxing gym. Uh -huh. Mostly bodybuilding right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, I don't do a ton of cardio. I just try to stay fit. Uh -huh. My wife's a personal trainer. And she's always in in perfect shape. Yeah. Like, 
So I'm, I'm just trying to keep up with that. <laughs> like, I can't fall too far behind. I'm not trying to get too fat. Like, yeah, I, I put on a couple pounds in the past six months. <laughs> like, bro, I, gotta, I gotta kick that and get back into gear. What about you? Are you, are you yeah, so I'm, yeah, I mean, I've, I've lifted since like 13. Like, I don't think I've ever gone more than like three days in a row not lifting since then. Yeah, Once I get started, it's like stuck, you know? But, uh, yeah. yeah, no, right now, like, I, I would say my house super burnt out. Been doing it. I've probably been lifting for, I don't know, knocking on 20 years at this point. Yeah. And 90% uh, of the time been west side um, splits, and that's about it. Um, yeah. A lot of it was training for football. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, dude, uh, you've probably seen Nick Bear, and dude, it's uh, his stuff got under my skin. So I, I got an Iron Man in October. So Heck yeah. that's kind of like the focus is uh, Let's go. don't die in the Iron Man. Yeah. So. <laughs> get through it. And yeah. Don't die. Yeah, exactly. Especially the swim. I'm like, man, if I can get those first three miles, like. I've, I've never ran a marathon, but I can run half 27 miles. I've never, <laughs> never biked more than 25 miles, but I can run down 100. Yeah, it might as well. <laughs> but uh, the swim, I'm like, that could kill me. Yeah, dude, that's <laughs> what I worry about, too. I, like, I know I can run. I mean, that's a lot of running. It's yeah. more than I've done. But I know I can do that. Swimming, I'm like, I barely know how to doggy paddle. <laughs> <Dude, that's laughs> <that's laughs> I'm like, paddle, paddle. Yeah. So, that's dope you're doing that, man. Yeah, dude, it's one of those things where, awesome. where it was like, hey, I'm getting burned out, and it was like, need a goal. similar similar to what we were talking business, like, it's got to get, like, I got to push myself, like, what's next? Yeah. And uh, one of those things I sat on for like two years to, like, oh, one day I'll do that, and it's like, no, like, buy, like, buy the entry, get it set, and yeah. figure out the rest as we go. So, yeah. curious, like, how have you seen that, uh, like, play into just overall, like, life um one and then maybe like do nothing like oh. but a lot of guys like it's like dude like that plays a role in how i approach yeah. my business 100 percent, yeah dude, I, I think it's like the i think it's the best parallel example to like explain principles in business is to compare it to sports or the gym or mm -hmm. building your body because yeah. everything it's such a slow process to build muscle or to build up endurance it's yeah. a grind it takes consistency you lose it way faster than you gain it. Uh -huh. All of those principles transfer over to business. So yeah. there's a thousand different ways to do it. Like yeah, yeah, totally. And you got to find the one that works best for like your body type. Or same thing in business. You got to find out what's the best business or best opportunity for your skill set and things you like to do. So I, I'm constantly thinking of parallels from it. Yeah, um, it, it's been a huge impact. Yeah, playing, playing sports growing up and just being in. You know, going going through different phases of trying to trying to body build, trying to build strength, trying to build endurance. Like yeah. learning so many lessons from all of that. And, and honestly, just like the practice of it is so similar to business, where like you're never done. Like there's always more you can yeah. learn, always more you can discover. And it's like same way with business. Like you'll never have everything known. Yeah. And there'll be stuff where it's like yeah, it's so much easier to do because you've got experience. Yeah. But uh, it's. You'll never be like, yeah, I know everything, and I it's on autopilot. Second you're on autopilot, and it's going to start out going downhill. So. Yeah, one other thing I just thought of that I think like working out taught me was to invest in a long game and then not take shortcuts and not look for the quick, the quick fix or the quick yeah. money. Like, don't don't take the steroids. Don't mess your whole body up. Don't risk like not having kids. I mean. 
you know, teach their own. There's different ways to do it safely, but yeah. those things still take time. They still take commitment. Yeah. They take consistency. It, yeah, most most of steroids, like it's just allows you to work even harder. Like yeah, it's totally. not like totally. And, and, but yeah, I totally agree. People have the wrong idea about this. Yeah. Too. Like people think it's like you shoot up and you jack the next day. Like you get fat on steroids too. Yeah. If you don't work hard. Well, and if uh, you know, we're, we're not, but like there's difference between having some testosterone getting uh, yeah. like D-ball or whatever. Like, exactly, but yeah. prescribed. And, and I totally agree with you 100% on what you're saying. And, um, but the, the parallel I'm thinking of is like, no matter how motivated you are, how hard you're willing to work, you can go into the gym, work eight hours a day, 10 hours a day for a week because you're so motivated and you'll see nothing. Yeah, you can't, you can't and cheat. And it's the same way with business. Like there's no, like, can't quit. You can get smarter. You can get more efficient. You can do things better. But there's this like there's a principle of it where it's like, hey, there's there's a time aspect that has to happen for things to start falling Yeah. And uh, I think people can definitely lose track of that because it's like the person that you know is getting on the beach and wants a six pack, and then the person is like, oh man, I've been not with many of these principles. I want to be rich. So that that experience for me too, like with with the gym, like your body starts to it starts to grow, it starts yeah. to, to you progress. You start to feel better. Yeah, clothes are fitting different. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, that's, that's another parallel. But it's, it's the hardest thing to build a bowl. Let's say. Yeah, with working out and with business, it's, it's that momentum takes like a lot of effort to get it. Yeah. But it's pretty fun and it starts rolling. Yeah, more than it gets a lot less tough too. Like, I like, I've never thought about me going to the gym anymore. Yeah. But yeah. I know someone's starting new, it's like, it's the funnest part of my day to go through that new car and show up the gym. Two days in a row. Yeah, for sure. That momentum that makes, makes the world a difference. Um, so, man, well, we could dive into what the house is about. Because I'm, I'm interested in that. Have you yeah. done any, any of that stuff? So yeah, I, I have. So cool. there's a, yeah. And it's something I love because that was a, my relationship with money changed completely the first house that that, that happened. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I was provided, I was doing pretty good, you know, making making six figures, you know, definitely not, not dying or nothing, but the first house I quit, like all of a sudden I'm like, I just made what I made from here. Like, that yeah. I was like, whoa, like, Mind how I thought you made money is different. Like, I held this belief that, like, it had to be, like, this pile of work that had to be done. And, like, we talked, just barely talked about how important work is and stuff like that. But, yes, and the reality is, like, you can have money come to you without, without yeah. that kind. And, and, but there's ways to go about it. And so, 
yeah, I'm super interested to hear some of your experience with flipping and just, yeah, what, what's been your experience with flipping? For sure. That, that was another thing. It took a minute to get the ball rolling to really understand how to structure a deal, how to find a hard money lender, or the different ways to do it. That's, yeah. that's how I've done it. It's uh-huh. hard money and figuring out how to find the deals in this crazy market. Yeah. Is, a grind the first couple of months but same thing dude like once we once i started to really understand like deal structure and what's a deal what's not a deal that transfers to you know analyzing businesses analyzing bigger properties analyzing other potential passive investments and i it just sent me into this like we've made so many different investments and we've done you know remodels for other people with the contractors we found like and all this was so so passive and so like not time consuming, yeah. it's pretty mind blowing. Yeah. Um, you know, it took, most things for me take, take me, I feel like a while to, to get the full scale of it, grasp it and understand it maybe longer than the average person. Uh, but like, I'm, you know, I'm willing to work hard and, and understand it. So once yeah. I understood it, like, it, it was pretty sick. Our first, our first one went well, we made what we were hoping to make on it. and. Uh, we're looking for more deals. It's, it's one of those things right now that I don't want to be a full-time flipper or anything like that. I want to grow my main business, but I I wanted to do that just to understand the different ways yeah. to, to use that velocity of money in my favor without having to put tons of my time into yeah. it. Yeah, well, and, the, and like, I don't, I don't know, my, my experience has been this, like, there's times where like, I, I have money in this side. Something not to be done with that money. Like, uh, yeah. I think it's richest totally. man in Babylon. It's like those, those are your little slaves. Like, you don't let your slaves be lazy. You gotta put them to work. Yeah. And that's why I found like what a good vehicle to put those slaves to work. Totally. Um, and so it's great because I've I've operated like that. Like I got an interesting point on doing that, but it's a great way to put your slaves to work. Yeah. And uh, create more slaves. It's a really good place to put it if you learn how to analyze them right and not make stupid moves. Yeah. You can usually get out, worst case scenario, the market tips on you. You still get out of Scotch for just you smart get, on you what you take. It's smart, yeah. Yeah. And like, and then you, like personally, I thought my wife enjoys doing She likes the design of it and stuff. Cool. So it's That's like, sick. it's cool. Parts that I could care less about, like she <laughs> yeah. enjoys. And so it yeah. can be this side thing that we can work on together at times. And it makes good money and uh, stuff yeah. like that. So. Gives you money to, to, you know, get your own properties. That's what we do. Yeah. I want real estate to be a huge part of my work and it's just such a it's such a good way with whatever your full-time gig is you can be flipping kind of on the side yeah once you understand how it all works yeah you find the right contractor and the hard money and understand the terms and then as soon as you find a deal you pounce on it and they can just yeah well, that's what's, for you and make you a 40 50 60k like yeah and i think that's what's so, that. so cool about it. how many winners are hard to cost totally like the hard money window. Loves it. We need some, some Contractor loves it. The neighborhood loves it. They now have a an eyesore that is is now a nice house. And the person who needs a house now has a nice house that they just bought me. So it's like, man, when you find something like that that just wins all the way across the board, yeah. it's like, hey, yeah, point. like awesome. I love this. Everyone's happy that's, that's involved point. with this process, including the community. Awesome. Yeah, and when everyone's happy, opportunities come up. Yeah. That's for sure. That's another thing that happened with it. Like, on that first flip we did, we found an awesome guy, an awesome guy locally to do our, our remodel. He's a Hispanic guy that just moved to Utah like two years ago trying to build up like good relationships. He killed it for us. 
Um, and then we built a relationship with some other guys who flip full time and they're real estate agents. And so we started a little construction company where this guy works for us and we manage the, the flips and the remodels for him. So we actually recently just trained all of our, our whole team at Life of Epoxy on just different investment strategies. We went in depth on real estate because we wanted them to understand like, look, we, we want you guys to work here full time. We're not telling this so you guys like, yeah. want to go just flip full time but if you did we'd support it yeah do your thing but we want you guys to understand like there's there's so many opportunities out there but they're not gonna you got to go find them if you want it to start coming for a certain yeah you, you can't just sit and do your job and go home if you want to build wealth i mean this wealth gap's getting bigger and bigger yeah. by the day it's but, getting harder and harder yeah. to the property and, and these different strategies are things anyone can do yeah we, we discussed that a couple yeah, a while ago I was discussing with someone who's like, yeah, the wealth gap, I'm like, yeah, but also the effort gap also seems to be getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, it's I think you're right. like, I'm not super surprised that the wealth gap would get bigger when the, when the effort gap is getting bigger. Because more and more people not only want to just go home and sit, they want to just not even be at work in the first place to go right. sit. It's like... They want the handout. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, that's fine, I guess, but yeah. it's not going to get you to the wealth you, you class. You can be super poor. Like, I, I don't know if there's necessarily a problem with that, whatever. I don't yeah. care, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll get, mine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get mine, yeah. I'll get mine. Yeah, because the, the whole wealth gap thing doesn't, doesn't worry me or scare me at all. It's like, why do you Yeah. You just believe it. And I, and I get, like, for society, it's better if it's not. Because it's like, yeah, like, it would be really tough. I heard someone say one time, like, they were amazed by America. So, like, everyone thinks they're going to be millionaires. Yeah. You know, like, and that's why you guys don't hate millionaires in America because everyone thinks they're going to be one yeah. at some point in their life. So, they For don't sure. hate So, you look at other countries, though, that don't have that up there. You know, like, you have a quarter never see people Dude, let, let's, let's kind of start wrapping this around. We're coming, okay. coming up on the hour. This has been awesome. Yeah. I think we could do this for, for another hour. Yeah. <laughs> Chat easy. But yeah. uh, I want to know, uh, you talked a little bit about like the franchising and all that you've got coming next. Let's, let's zoom back and say something back in the year spot that we're starting. What are you saying about the material? Do you have a few things for us? Should I would say. I'd say a couple of the biggest things that have helped me get to this point, number one, is just don't quit. As simple as that sounds like. If you ask me the hardest parts of the last five years of me doing this, there's there's like four four things that stick out immediately where I'm like, dude, every, every reason to just say this isn't gonna work, like everything's falling apart. It, it's really hard to be cool. Um, I mean, it depends on your skill set and how smart you are and how resilient you are, but. There's gonna be times when you're gonna wanna quit. Um, so that is so simple, but don't quit. And the other one I'd say is don't make the same mistakes over and over. Because if you can if you can just keep going, and then every time you make a, a mistake, you analyze it, you figure out what you did wrong, figure out how to make a better decision, make that decision, and your gut instinct gets smarter and smarter and smarter. Yeah. No matter where you start at, you can, you can grow a gut instinct. That's something that can be really hard to grow, like just working for somebody else and having a, a really simple task to do every day. Yeah. And when you're doing your own thing, there's less than every single day that you have to make decisions. 
just stick it out here. Learn how to make the seeds better. But in the beginning, it's going to be really slow. And if you can kind of expect that and understand, that you're going to work as hard as you can and work aggressively. But like the progress is going to be kind of slow in the beginning. Yeah. It's not going to be reflective of how hard you're working. In the beginning, you're going to be working this hard. It's going to progress this much. But eventually, you're going to be working this hard. It's going to progress this much. Yeah. Um, and you have that. to believe it. If you're if you're someone getting into a business or whatever, and you happen to have a spouse as well, yeah, have them listen to what what, what you just said. <laughs> yeah, like lots of, yeah. like my experience has been both both myself and with other other people that I've observed or maybe the partners I've been with for this time, and then I have to realize that lots of times I've asked that yeah. their spouses need to realize that too. Like, hey, you're in this, take some time, so long haul. Be behind the spouse, get behind them, and know that hey, it's going to come. It's going to. I love what you said about momentum. It starts to snowball. Yeah, it does. Because I get it's it. Real. You sit back and you're like, we'll never get to where you're going. Well, it doesn't happen. You say you've got to really get it done. You know, it doesn't happen. It's not the best path. It's zero, zero, one, zero, two, zero, ten, 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 fifty, sixty, seventy. Is how, how the year plays out, and so yeah. it's not like you gotta have you gotta be able to go through those zeros and ones. Yeah, do totally. And and the spouse gotta understand that. Yes, they do. <laughs> they do. Yeah, my I was the first year I was doing this, I was dating my now wife, and she was she was awesome. How how awesome she was about it was a huge reason I thought I, should, I wanted to marry her. Yeah, obviously along with a lot of other things, but. She was, she was really supportive of me, me grinding. I think that year we were dating was the hardest I've ever worked in my life. I mean, it was all day, every day, end of the night, like probably to the point where I shouldn't have been working that hard, but it was kind of what it took. So yeah. I wouldn't say I regret it. Um, well, what a way, good way to start that relationship, though. So you're like, shook when yeah, you're like, like, hey, I gotta go to work. Yeah, she, she's like, oh yeah, this is what I'm signing up for. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, she was so supportive, she still is, and that is, that is key, so fine. If you're with somebody, make sure you have the conversations to, to make sure they are supportive. And if you're looking for somebody, make sure that somebody's going to support your dreams because that, that's a killer right there for most people. And that, that I feel like is one of the keys. The support I have from Katie is Developing that confidence is good enough to, to believe you can build a business and build a big life that you want Like nobody gives a shit if you do it. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. Like everyone around you like says they want you to succeed, but dude, no one actually cares. Like if you end up falling short of your goals and being mediocre, everyone's gonna call you out. Yeah, and say you got screwed. They're not. They're not gonna call you out for what you did wrong. There. Yeah. Say, good. Good job trying, buddy. Dude, totally. <laughs> so you have to figure out how to simultaneously be your biggest supporter and have this insane amount of confidence and some like at the same time be your biggest critic to yeah. push yourself. Um, and that's a grind, but you know, reading the books and listening to the podcast and just becoming a, a student of the game and networking and doing those things early on are what gives you that confidence. You have that still. Yeah. It takes time. I think too many people quit before they get there. Yeah. You got three feet from goal. It's just a lot of times people are so close to it. Um, I had I had a, a buddy working for me that left a couple years in. Had a really difficult time. And I was run of the business after our biggest year, that year I was dating my, my now wife, um, my buddy left, and I was running the business alone for five, six months, and it was just a really 
sell and I can probably make a bunch of money real exactly, quick for dude. selling for some big company. Yeah, dude, and I held out and five months in was when my partner came into the picture and uh, it, it was just, it's just skyrocketed from there. So pushing through those hard times, it's a grind it, you know. Hopefully this is valuable advice. I'm kind of just like that. Yeah, part of my story. Yeah, I, I love it. But you just gotta push through, dude. It's not gonna be easy. It wasn't easy. Yeah. Uh, 